0: This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White.
1: And you on a, th- what is this, Tuesday? Yeah, it'd be a Tuesday. Yes, it'd be a little loud <laughs> in the old headsets too, huh? Uh, Tom Barfield, Ward Whites. we're glad you're with us as we get ready to rock and roll on this Tuesday afternoon. We got a lot of things that we got to get done for you here today. We, and we got a lot of great guests that we're going to uh, visit with and, Ward, every day, every day. I was just looking at the calendar. You and I actually were looking at the calendar, but it it just occurred to me that we're, what, 10 days away from high school football? Yeah, we start
2: next week. Yeah, 10
1: days away from high school football. I am so jazzed up. In fact, every day, you know, we talked about this a a bit, uh, what, uh, maybe a couple of days ago. Well, I think Thursday or Friday. Every day that we – that we do, we do something different. Whether it's kind of commercial, or, or you can, you know, that you're getting closer. Mm-hmm. Tonight we have our annual, our annual uh, broadcasters meeting, where we talk about all of our high school and college coverage and everything that we're going to be doing from the Baylor tailgate show to to UMHB football on Fox Sports to you know to all of our high school stuff. So we have that big meeting coming up tonight. And, uh, man, it just makes you feel like, hey, it's here. It's time. It is. It
2: is go time. Yeah. yeah, You know, you and I will be sitting down working on our boards, you know. This time next week. Or this weekend. Yeah. You know, I'll start mine this weekend and start getting things ready. We got a scrimmage Friday night that we're going to have to go cover Friday night to try to get an idea of what our teams look like. And so, I I can't believe it's finally here. And you say that, and every year, for me, Mm -hmm. it gets here a little bit quicker. And that's, that's a good thing. There's nothing wrong with that. No, that's a good thing. Nothing wrong with that. But, yeah, that's, that's – and probably it helped me a little bit because I was fortunate enough to do spring football with UMHB. So, it doesn't seem like I've been away from football that long, which is – Glorious. I wish we could find a way to do another spring season. Uh, don't you
1: dare. We can find a way.
2: Not not because of that. Just.
1: I understand. I understand. All right. Uh, anyway, so we're, we're going to, we got a lot of football to talk about today. On the program, uh, and, and, and here's another way you know it, it, that high school football is just around the corner. Our friends at Bally Sports, used to be Fox Sports Southwest, they're getting ready for their preview show. So Craig Way, who is the you know the voice of the UIL, he's on his way to Dallas today to uh, to film that program. They're going to tape it in advance, and uh, he's going to join us on the program and talk some high school football with us. And oh, by the way, he's, his he his day job is he's the voice of the Texas Longhorns. So we'll talk about their quarterback situation. Uh, <laughs> so there's a, there's more than one program in the state of Texas that's looking for a starting quarterback. So. Uh, we'll talk to him about that. Speaking of starting quarterbacks and all of that kind of fun stuff, Jerry Hill is going to join us on the program today. Uh, and, and then we're going to switch gears, and we're going to talk about those September call-ups, if there's any left. We're going to talk to Jeff Wilson, hey, who covers the Texas Rangers. We'll, uh, we'll have him on the program. And then a little later on this, uh, this afternoon, Mandy Knight, from Fox Forty Four is going to talk some to some football with us and kind of go over their their coverage of what they've got. And of course, you know, being Fox, they they've got all the Cowboy games and you know they'll have a lot of those uh, a lot of those uh, great uh, Big Twelve matchups on Fox. So we'll we'll talk to Mandy about uh, their and then their high school coverage. So we, mm-hmm. there's a lot to do. And so then in in, in between, we'll we'll open it up to you uh, if you want to jump in and be a part of the program. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, our CNC collision center text line by the way is 254-662-1660 254-662-1660. Now, uh, I wasn't going to do this but I, I heard uh, everybody else do it today but so I'm going to mention it. My little grandson started kindergarten today. Hey, I'm congratulations. Kind of j- jazzed up about yeah. that. I like well, I love those first day of school pictures. Mm -hmm. because they've combed their hair for the one and only time this year. You know what I mean? (laughs) You know, mom's going to make sure that, you know, that they're, that they're ready to roll and then they're going to have new clothes on without grass stains in them. And, you know, they got the backpack and all that. And I was looking at his pictures today and just kind of cool. Yeah. kind Very cool. cool. Very, very cool.
2: Congratulations. Kindergarten. I cannot believe that. So (laughs) it goes by fast. Yep.
1: I I FaceTimed him last night. He doesn't, you know, unfortunately doesn't live here, but I FaceTimed him last night and Mm -hmm. we were visiting and, He's kind of jazzed. He was going well, he, yeah. he, he, to a big step. The old lay down and go to sleep thing wasn't happening real well. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? He, yeah. was, he was bouncing off the walls, getting ready to go. So anyway. All right. So let's dive into it. Baylor continues their, uh, their practices warden as they get ready for what they're what? 17, 18 days away from their season opener. Yeah. It's just around the corner. They're going to have another scrimmage coming up Saturday. And, uh, and so they continue their preparation for for the uh, for the season now after workouts yesterday uh veteran safety jt woods met with the media as did other players but jt was was talking about uh he was talking about the veteran leadership of that football team and, and just what that means particularly on the defensive side of the ball
3: it's amazing you know the trust has grown so much over the years we've i've been with all those dudes for four, going on to four years so The communication is awesome. Like, even with Christian, I can just look at Christian and point, and we both know exactly what we're saying. So, the communication aspect of it is really amazing. And you know this from coaching.
1: There's no substitution for experience. None. And you can talk about, hey, guys, you guys have got to be able to communicate on the field. You guys have got to be, you know. Until you get out there and just do it, play after play after play, You don't build that. I mean, that rapport is built through experience, and that's what he was talking about right there. And that has got to go a million miles for that secondary ward to be able to look around and just kind of know that you're going to be there, I'm going to be here, and we know that that's what's going to happen. We don't Mm -hmm. have to – there's no thinking about it. You just react.
2: Yeah, and that's what you got to have. I mean, if you're going to play at this level and be successful – you don't want them thinking too much. You just want them to be able to go out there and be as natural as they possibly can be. And so to be able to hear that, you know, they're getting to that point, that's a good thing.
1: Yeah. And he talked about the quality of corners that that they have and as a safety, man, he appreciates the fact that he he's got talented corners that uh, that can that can get the job done
3: tremendous athletes in that corner's room you know mark milton boogie riley we all ran track so we all know they have a lot of speed so i don't have to worry about if i have to leave them on an island you know Tahada island that's that's a real thing out there even today in practice i kind of have to be on my island on my own and it's no joke so just being able to trust those guys to you know use their athleticism to make plays and not always have to worry about you know protecting them over the top is it's really relieving for me as a safety it
2: says a lot doesn't it? yeah it does Absolutely.
1: And wouldn't you agree that, you know, we've talked about
2: offensive issues, O-line,
1: quarterback, what have you, but don't you feel pretty good about that defensive unit?
2: Yeah, I do. I mean, I I think that being in the second year, having that install done Mm -hmm. last year is Mm -hmm. as difficult as it was. They had the spring to kind of even bolster that up a little bit and and feel better about what they're doing and and have those natural – Things happen for them on the field. So, yeah, I do I do feel pretty good about the defense right now.
1: Is it fair to say then in your opinion, because I think it is it's certainly in my opinion, that going into Texas State, and I know that, you know, things can change in a couple of weeks, but I don't think it's going to change that drastically. Going into Texas State, that the strength of this football team is on the defensive side of the
2: ball. There's no doubt in my mind that right now that's the strength of this team. There's, I mean, there's too many question marks on the offensive side to be able to say that they're even – Close to where they need to be, going into game one, and certainly not going into conference play yet. So I mean, and that's a long way off. But I mean, you want to get there at some point. But there's so many questions. There's questions on the offensive line. There's questions at running back. There's questions at quarterback. There's you know, go go throughout the room on the offensive side, and mm-hmm. you probably have a question mark with something on it. So, uh, and look, you got a new system too. So that kind of adds to the to the. Obvious that you you're going to have to kind of get things going in the right direction, and you need a little bit of time to do that. So yeah, I I think you you have to go into that game thinking we're going to lean on the defense and see if we can get something going offensively. Think
1: about that now. You you made a good point for the for for some of those veteran guys. This is the third offense in three years.
2: Yeah, absolutely. That they're playing under absolutely,
1: and, and you can say, well, you know, no terminology,
2: There's assignment,
1: whole- alignment. All everything.
2: of that, everything's different.
1: All of that's different. Assignment alignment in in terminology and, and you know do they do they shuttle plays in? Do they flash cards? Do they do they? I mean, do, is there hand? There's a million things that go into right. the install of that offense. And and again, you know, when we played, it was dive right. You know, pitch left. That's not how this thing rolls anymore. No. The the terminology, it's unbelievable how you know because a lot, everything has to do with what formation, in in an assignment, in all of that kind you know, of stuff. And by the way,
2: you may check out of that too.
1: Yo, yeah, a couple of times. Mm-hmm. You could. So there's a lot of stuff going on on that offensive side of the football. All right, it is a thirteen after four, and I meant to uh, talk about this at the uh, when we got started here, but we we've talked a lot, and Lark Smith has done a tremendous job keeping us up to date. On the uh, Robinson Little League team, the uh, Little League softball team, they're in the World Series, and uh, they went from pool play now to single elimination play. Well, they're back in action tonight, and they're down. We're down to the final four. Ward, it, it is Missouri and Oklahoma right now, and then Robinson and Virginia. The two winners will play for the championship tomorrow. The two losers. We'll, uh and I don't want to call them losers. They'll play for play, consolation. They're consolation. Yeah, the two teams that don't win. I mean, you get to this point, there are no losers. I mean, it's just somebody's going to have to win it. But anyway, right now Missouri is uh trailing Oklahoma 7 to nothing. Now, Oklahoma is the one team that beat Texas. You know, beat Robinson And and again, remember they took two teams out of each region, so they Oklahoma and Robinson went into the World Series. And in this Final Four, there are three number ones and one number two. And that one number two is Robinson. And, again, it's because they, they lost to Oklahoma. But uh, they'll play tonight uh, against at 6 o'clock against Virginia. And you know what? If they get it done, then there's the high probability for the third time it'll be Oklahoma and Texas for the championship or to beat a team three times that's exactly right all right so 4 15 15 after four coming up next we're going to talk high school football we'll do it with the voice of the uil craig way that's next Here on ESPN Central Texas, our 4 o'clock hour, a service of good feet in the Central Texas Marketplace.
4: This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy skies tonight with a 60% chance of scattered showers and a few thunderstorms, lows falling to 74 degrees. It'll be mostly cloudy tomorrow. Again, a 40% chance of scattered showers and a few storms. Highs top out at 92. And on Thursday, partly sunny with a 30% chance of scattered showers and a high of 94. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and nine for your forecast first plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather this
5: is dallas cowboys football 2021 prescott in the gun they've
6: only heard here. here deep ball by prescott man all alone with the goal line cd Land. all season 43 yards a touchdown and a touchdown day.
7: Saturday night, it's your Cowboys and the Houston Texans live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. The Cowboys and the Texans, Saturday night at 6
6: on
1: ESPN Central Texas.
5: ESPN
0: Radio Sports Center.
2: I'm Ward Weinz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Tim Tebow's attempt to return to the NFL as a tight end after years of playing quarterback is over. The Jacksonville Jaguars released the 2007 Heisman Trophy winner today as a part of the first round roster cuts. Mike McCarthy said there's no urgency for Dak Prescott to play in the preseason. He does not want to see another setback for his quarterback. The Cowboys will see how the week goes for Dak before making a final decision on the game with Houston on Saturday. The Chicago Cubs and the Cincinnati Reds will meet in the 2020 edition of the Major League Baseball's Field of Dreams game in Dyersville, Iowa. Astros have dropped two in a row and will try to bounce back tonight facing the Royals, 7-10 first pitch. Texas Rangers start a series at home with the Mariners tonight, 7-05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. SportsCenter,
0: every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
1: All right, four seventeen, seventeen 4-17, minutes after 4. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom, Ward, Aaron, we're glad you're with us. And uh, we are going back to the phone. Somewhere along I-35, that I-35 corridor is the uh, voice of the UIL and the voice of the Longhorns, Craig Way, Craig, good afternoon. How are
8: you? I'm good. You know, it, it, it reminds me of what uh, the former Texas Longhorn head coach, David McWilliams, used to call the Bruce Villetti triangle. He would say when it is the long to go up to Waco to play Baylor, they might have a difficult time there in the late eighties to early nineties. Cause they had to go through that Bruce Villetti triangle, uh, his own personal version of the Bermuda triangle uh, during that time. But we're just traversing along I-35 things going well.
1: Well, good. Uh, and I hope your, your, your travels are safe as you, uh, as you travel through the, uh, the Waco area and all the construction stuff. So uh, keep that in mind. You, you, just be patient when you go through the construction zone. Uh, yeah, as ever, as always, right? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> All right, so let's talk some high school football. You're on your way to Dallas to uh, to go to Valley Sports Southwest, the, the former Fox Sports Southwest, and you guys are getting ready to prepare for high school football. So that means it's here, baby. It's time to go.
8: Yeah, it's funny that you bring that up about the name change. Uh, with the company that that bought all of the Fox regional networks and it actually happened a little over a year ago but they had all the networks hold on to their name uh, their particular Fox regional names for one year and then the transition was made when they got to the start of the new year to be Bally's Sports Southwest well uh, by and large it's gone relatively smoothly although there has been a bump in the road or two I'll give you an example Um, part of the reason of going up here to the Metroplex, where a big part of it is we're going to have, uh, obviously, tape our annual preseason Texas high school football show with Rick Renner and Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and the rest of our staff. But the other uh, reason for going up is we have a production meeting planned for Texas Football Days. Now, you're familiar with that. That's that kind of kickoff classic thing that we did at Fox all those years where we pick a game or two and we'd do that. And then if you do one game or two games, whatever, we have a host of reporters all over the state doing live live shots during, even during the course of our telecast of the game. Well, the game this year is a unique thing that we're doing, the, the play-by-play event, is two arch-rivals – Play a non district because they're in different divisions of 5A, Grapevine and Colleyville Heritage. They're in, and both of them are in the top 10, in fact, in the top five of their respective divisions of 5A. Grapevine in 5A Division 2, Colleyville Heritage in 5A Division 1, but they're still heated rivals. They share the same stadium. So it's kind of like what we did with Sherman Dennison a couple of years ago. It's an interesting rivalry. So we're, we're going to do that game as the live telecast game however we've got reporters all across the state at different games now one of the games where we plan to have a reporter is a real high profile 6a matchup duncanville which of course is in the same district with midway duncanville against modern day from california so modern day is coming to duncanville so our producer it was sending out all the requisite uh, emails, uh, asking for permission to make sure everything is cool for our reporters at all of these sites to have a reporter and a photographer there to go live. And they got a down from Duncanville. They, they turned them down and said, sorry, we're full. And, and then they got back with them and said, no, 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 wait, you don't understand. We're, we've got live reporters there. And they said, well, we, we've, got, we've got plenty of live other stuff going on. We don't even know who Valley Sports Southwest is. And <laughs> so they say, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, wait! We're the former Fox Sports Southwest." Or, oh, okay, all right, yeah, you guys are good. So, <laughs> Come on in, huh? <laughs> so there's a transition that's been going on, but it looks like everything's going to work out all
1: right. Now, the program you do tonight, kind of walk us through that, and and what what we can expect, and and when will it air?
8: Well, it'll be,
1: and we are recording
8: it actually tomorrow morning, and uh, and what it'll be, it will air next week, and it's basically a kickoff show where we go across the entire state of Texas, uh, looking at you know the top teams and the tough district races and the defending state champions, you know in all in all six of the classifications in both divisions from six A down to six band, so it's it's pretty thorough what we do. In this thing in the breakdown of looking at some of the teams to beat a lot of them are a lot of the familiar uh you know suspects so to speak and then there's some new faces as well so it'll be a lot of fun
2: craig with all the changes that are going on in college football and things like that teams moving around and conferences trying to come together is that still the beauty of high school football to you the rivalries that stay in place the 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 fans that show up in town, wise, and everybody rolling out on a Friday night—is that still the beauty of high school football?
8: I couldn't agree with you more, Ward. I, I think that's that's uh, a major part of it. You know, when I, I I've been asked a lot uh, about you know what what's so special about high school football in Texas and why do I stay so closely involved with it uh, all these years, even while doing the Longhorn games and things like that. And I say, you you want to know why I feel the way I do about high school football? Go, you know, go to March on a Friday night. Go to, uh, go to Valley Mills. Go to, you know, uh, go to Clifton. Go, uh, you know, go up to Salida. Go to Brownwood. Go to Franklin. Go to those communities, and 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 it's not just limited to those communities. I mean, it's at, you go to a midway game. You go to a big six A program. You'll see. The love, the excitement, you know it, Ward, from from being at Temple and, and what an atmosphere it's going to be when uh, they host Westlake, a two-time defending state champion in the opener. So th- those things, that spirit, that atmosphere, that feeling of community and involvement, that, that is what Texas high school football is all about. And that's why it's such a great pleasure to be involved with it.
1: Talking with Craig Way, the uh, voice of the UIL and the uh, voice of the Texas Longhorns. Let, let's kind of switch gears and, and talk about uh, UT. Uh, obviously, a quarterback battle going on, and I don't think uh, Coach Coach was real happy with with how quarterback play went in the in the first scrimmage. He,
8: well, I was there, and I can tell you, I understand why. Uh, he, he was. I, I mean, they didn't stink up the joint or anything like that. Here's here's what I think it was, Tom. I think it was a combination of two or three things. First of all, you have two guys in Casey Thompson and Hudson Card who are feeling their way through the process. There's no doubt about it. Secondly, with the new offensive system and some different weapons and also some of their key receivers uh, were held out because of being dinged up a little bit. So you, you didn't have Joshua Moore out there. You didn't have Kelvonte Nixon out there. So there were a couple of guys that were held out because of that. And then, on top of that, uh, you know, uh, uh, Pete Wachowski, the uh, defensive coordinator, went ahead and, and had some new wrinkles in. And his defense looked really sharp. The defensive ends were tremendous. So there was a lot of heat on the quarterbacks. So it wasn't just about the quarterbacks. Now, B. John Robinson is, I think, going to be one of the best running backs in the country. And he looked he looked sharp as well. But in terms of the passing game, the offensive line had some challenges uh, in being able to keep some of those guys off of Thompson and Card. And and I think it not only was an issue on Saturday – it was an issue on the practice field yesterday, and but but Coach Sark, of course, being the offensive mind that he is, has already had that conversation. Had it again yesterday after practice with his offensive units, saying we got a ways to go and we got to pick it up now, you know that sort of thing. So it, it, while the quarterback competition is ongoing, and I think it's going to be all the way through this week, and it's going to be a very big scrimmage on Saturday. Uh, to see if one can separate himself from the other, because right now the race is too close to call. Even with all of that, the rest of the offense still has some question marks that need answering before they open the season on September 4th against Louisiana.
2: Craig, with all the, the changes going on and, and the move to the SEC and all the off-field things, and oh, by the way, you got a brand-new coaching staff in there, is there any danger for the Longhorns of having a distraction going into this season?
8: Um, I don't think any of of that sort of stuff, Ward, would be a, a distraction. The, the, the community obviously is pretty excited about what what's to come in the future. I don't think I, I, I don't think that's uh, an issue. Now, that I know you're also kind of making uh, a reference to name and image. L yes. uh, presents that that the University of Texas, I think, has tried to be proactive about this. The athletic department in helping the student-athletes with the NIL process and uh, just trying to help them be able to navigate some of the, some of the minefields and some of the things. You know, and some guys have already set up their own uh, agreements, uh, some with some of the fan websites for some interviews and things of that nature and a couple of other deals, but uh, so far it doesn't seem to be an issue.
1: Hey, Craig, we know uh, we know you're on the road. We're going to let you get back to get your hands at 10-2 and 2 on that steering wheel and, and <laughs> headed to uh, Dallas. Man, we do appreciate the time. Thanks so much, and uh, have fun this season. Hey, we're looking forward to it like
8: you guys are. I know you guys are excited about the high school season we are, and we're looking forward to uh, having Longhorns back on Star 104.9 as well. So we're, we're, uh, we're looking forward to that also.
1: Hey, appreciate your time today. See you later. That is uh, Craig Way, the voice of the Texas Longhorns, and he's right, uh, 104.9. Uh, is going to have uh, Texas football again this year, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll uh, we'll have uh, Aggie football on our our country affiliate uh, kicker, yes, fifteen ninety AM and ninety nine point three FM, and of course right here it's the uh, flagship station for Baylor athletics and Baylor football, and we begin with the trip to uh, San Marcos uh, for Texas State. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, you know, and there's a lot of conversation. I mean, we'll get into it later. But there's worse places to be than San Marcos. I'm telling you, man, <laughs> I think it's a good trip. Uh, I'm sitting there thinking, okay, do we go down? the? And, uh, you know, <laughs> it's it's a fun trip. It is. All right, uh, 430. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. When we come back, we visit with Jerry Hill, and uh, we do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor football lives
9: here.
7: Slipping one man. It's Steve. He's go. into the Zone. wow what a move he a shotgun he's pressured and he's down oh, hit by bernard he's ready pass is caught touchdown bears Snaps. intercepted this will be a pick six into the end zone oh he's got abner for a touchdown
9: listen all season long on your home for bears football espn central
10: texas
9: Are you ready for some mud?
1: The Mud Fest is coming to the Riesel Lions Club Fairgrounds Friday and Saturday, August 20th and 21st. The Riesel Lions Club is proud to announce the return of the 2021 McClendon County Mudfest
3: featuring side-by-side drag racing in the mud with some of the fastest mud dragsters on the planet. Plus mega trucks.
1: Come watch the 2,500 horsepower monster trucks cheer up the all-new redesigned course with bigger jumps than ever before. These monster mega trucks will have you on the edge of your seat as they battle it out. Tough trucks, UTV side-by-side racing, and mega truck freestyle is sure to Press, kids' power wheel races, and much, much more. Gates open at six, show starts at seven both nights. It's the McClendon County Mud Fest, August 20th and 21st, at the Riesel Lions Club Fairgrounds. Buy your tickets at the gate. $20 for adults, $10 for kids ages five to 12, and four and under are free. Event is Be While Being with a $10 cooler charge. Hands only, please. Limited seating is available, so bring a lawn chair. Special thanks to RDO Equipment, Snowboy Boy Trucking, and United Runners.
12: This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet Store. It's music to our ears. Just listen to Deidre.
11: I would tiptoe out of bed because the pain would shoot up my heels. When I went to the Good Feet Store, they allowed me to try on the arch supports and I started sobbing because I had no pain.
12: Stop by the Good Feet Store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop
2: by today at the Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace.
0: ESPN Radio Sports
2: Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Tim Tebow's attempt to return to the NFL as a tight end after years of playing quarterback is over. The Jacksonville Jaguars released the 2007 Heisman Trophy winner today as a part of the first round roster cuts. Mike McCarthy said there's no urgency for Dak Prescott to play in the preseason. He does not want to see another setback for his quarterback. The Cowboys will see how the week goes for Dak before making a final decision on the game with Houston on Saturday. The Chicago Cubs and the Cincinnati Reds will meet in the 2020 edition of the Major League Baseball's Field of Dreams game in Dyersville, Iowa. Astros have dropped two in a row and will try to bounce back tonight facing the Royals, 7-10 first pitch. Texas Rangers start a series at home with the Mariners tonight, 7-05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas.
0: Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
1: He's the director of sports journalism and with the Baylor Insider as well. He's Jerry Hill, and he's on this very radio program.
13: Jelly, how are you? Tommy, I couldn't be better, man. I, if, if I was two of me, I don't think I could be any better. <laughs> There's
2: a scary thought.
13: <laughs> there is that. That my my wife doesn't want to hear that of you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right, let's uh, let let we, we'll get to we'll get to the X's and O's and the football and all that stuff in yep. just a minute. But I I, I want to right now. Our guy, yeah, and, and I know he's yeah. Baylor's guy, really, but he's but he's our guy yeah. too now. I mean, we absolutely we're talking about the voice of the Bears, John Morris. He is going yeah. to be honored with a luncheon, and, and it's the uh, it's lunch with a legend. And yeah, and the moderator for this for this festivity yeah. is one Jerry Hill. Jerry, talk yeah. a little bit about what's going to happen on Thursday at the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. Yeah, Tom, this is a cool
13: deal. Of course uh john wanted no part of it really i mean this is one where doug first really had to i mean he he really tried to coax him into it for maybe a couple of years even and uh finally relented and um you know maybe that's why covid came because we were we were scheduled to uh do it uh spring of 2020 and you know obviously weren't able to do it and it's just been kind of put back and put back and and, and obviously, haven't really been able to do very many. Uh, I, I can't remember if they've done any in-person ones yet, and so this might be the first one that would be back to in-person of the lunch with the legends. This is this is something that they've done quite you know for quite a while now, you know, going back probably five or six years, um, but finally get around to the John Morris. And and yeah, like you said, he he really wanted no part in this. Uh, but you know, I mean, honestly, when you think about it um, you know, a guy that has been doing it for as long as he has. Um, you know, I think, I think he's definitely deserving of this and I think it'll be a lot of fun too, Tom. I think, you know, John and I have known each other for so long that I think it'll be, uh, you know, it'll be a trip down memory lane a little bit, but we're going to have fun with it. And, uh, yeah, I think, and a lot of his, you know, the broadcast partners on both sides, you know, football and basketball, um, are, are coming, uh, even Craig Harper that was, you know, mm-hmm. the engineer when he first started, um, he will be there. Bob Baker will be there. Uh, Ricky Thompson, Walter Abercrombie that, you know, at one point was doing the, uh, uh, color analyst with him. He'll be here. Uh, JJ can't make it down, but uh, Pat Nunley will be there obviously from, from basketball. And I didn't even realize till I visited with him a little bit, just in kind of prep work, um, how long they had been doing basketball together. So it's, it's a cool deal. And obviously, timing wise, it, it might not, you know, you might not pick a better time, you know, coming off the men coming off their national championship. So, you know, we get to, we get to talk to the guy that, you know, had that final call on uh, winning the national championship.
1: Think about this for, yeah. for most of us, we, yeah. we've, there's been two voices for Baylor, the, the that's legend, right. Frank Fallon, and
13: the legend, yeah. John
1: Morse. We've had two
13: people and two people. And John really, you know, I mean, that's, that's what people refer to him as. I think he's still a little, you know, reluctant to describe himself as that as the voice of the Bears. Cause that's our job to him. There is only one voice of the Bears, and that's Frank Fallon, and right. that will always be. But again, that's that humility, and you know, the, he's that's just John. Uh, but yeah, Tom, I think we'll have a, I think we'll have a lot of fun with it. And you know, again, that humility. He he, he told. I think I know Terry is coming, and maybe some of the kids as well. But he, he was telling them, now, y'all need to be there because there may not be anybody else. It may just be this intimate conversation with me and Jerry and you guys there. But I know for a fact there's going to be quite a, a good crowd there. But we do have room for more. It's at the Texas Sports Hall of Fame this Thursday. Uh, I think they are ser- start serving around 1145. Program will start probably around 1215 or 1230. And then uh, we try to get everybody out the door by 1.
1: How does one go about getting a ticket or three?
13: A ticket or three, or yeah. a table, even. Yeah, or a uh, table. Baylor yeah. Baylor Sports Network, <laughs> uh, BaylorBears dot com. If you if you go to the link for the Baylor Sports Network, um, it's one of the events that they have on there. It's you know it's obviously the lunch with the uh, lunch with the legend with John Morris, and uh, you can register right there online. Um, and like I said, I think there's still you know spots for more and and uh hopefully uh we have a pretty full crowd. Um some of those have been some of those have been really big. I mean, I remember that we did one for Grant Taft. Uh we did one for Mike Sims. Um you know, we we've done a lot of them. Uh and I I do think this will be, you know, one of the better ones uh, probably because of the moderator more than anything. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like like you got John on the one side with humility and then you got me. <laughs> yeah and that's
1: that's a good balance if you know what i mean yeah it's a good balance
13: right <laughs> You know? so, well i don't it, know how much john will be able to get to do this I, it may be all me up there
1: you, you know jerry you, you at some point you're gonna have to let him answer the question let him
13: let him actually talk <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll let him share a few stories you know we'll see all right so again
1: uh that's coming up thursday and i hope uh, i hope everybody can come out and uh yeah. And, and have some fun it it should be a great time and a great way to kind of kind of kick off football if you know what yeah. i
13: mean yeah there's a lot of things obviously we're gonna we're gonna maybe chat chase a few you know rabbit trails on this thing mm-hmm. but you know yeah like you said uh, football coming up men's basketball coming off the national championship just a lot of things going on and it is really a good time for this right right before uh Right for football, you know. I heard you talking to Craig Way. Uh, that, by the way, is one of my former broadcast partners. Uh, we did, we did really some way back at North Texas. Yeah, Craig Way and I actually did some uh, bas- high school and college, but we did we did some basketball broadcasts together. How about that? That's good stuff. There wow. you go.
1: <laughs> at the old North Texas.
13: <laughs> yeah, in North Texas, we're both North Te- proud North Texas grads. So. Uh, and it's been fun to see him, I, you know, just to see what he's done, because he's, you know, obviously he stayed in that field, but he's he's done an amazing job and, you know, maybe the busiest broadcaster in the business. You think? <laughs> yeah. He's- no, I, I don't even think. I know that from fact. <laughs> Absolutely. John's pretty busy with all his third tier broadcasts, but. With Craig, what he does with high school sports and everything, my gosh, I don't even know. There's two of him. I think there has to be at least two of him.
1: I wouldn't want to be the person on the other end trying to figure out flights for him. Well, I think we can get him on this flight so he can get back and broadcast Mm -hmm. this. Yeah, anyway, so there you go. Right, right, yeah. Yeah.
2: Jerry, another scrimmage coming up for the Baylor Bears on Saturday, and we were talking earlier about the defense just out of natural – aspects of things has to be ahead of the offense how much is the defense ahead of the offense in your mind right now you
13: know I I think and it was funny because I'm I'm trying to remember I think it may have been Jalen Petrie it was Jalen Petrie was talking about this the other day that you know in in the past um you know the defense kind of had its way and 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 he said you know with with what Grimes has done with that offense and and just some of the stuff that they put in that he's not making as many plays as he did back in the spring and, and, and even, you know, going back to last year. So I think the offense is making strides and it certainly has its moments. But when you look at that defense with, with 10 returning starters, and then to that, you add this big massive Apu um, the LSU transfer at nose tackle. He was just a perfect addition to that defense. Cause you know, it was kind of the one thing they missed. Um, you know, they, they, they obviously did a lot of good things last year and actually kept them in most of the games. If you look at the games and you look at the scores and how the games went, the defense really kept them in a lot of games. um, But, but they didn't have a guy like Apu and and he's, he's going to be, you know, I think he is everything that they've hyped him up or that he's been hyped up to be. He's, he's six four, three fifty, just takes up a lot of room, but he, he moves a lot better than you would think of a guy at that size. So I think he's that one piece that really kind of puts the defense on a on a different level. But, Ward, I do think the, the offense is getting better. It's, um, you know, everything, and you know this for a fact, everything starts up front, and I think the offensive line is starting to make strides. They're still trying to figure out exactly who's going to be where. But the fact that you have some depth there, you have some – competition there I think that's making that group a lot better
1: and and you are looking for a cohesive group right Jerry I mean those five got to kind of figure out where they're going to be and who they're going to be and and so they can kind of form their own little team within the team
13: yeah I think that's key um, certainly Uh, and then and I don't know how this will work because you know obviously I don't coach but I, I do think one of the things they've done and they this goes back to even the spring is they did kind of move guys around and try them at different positions. So I think um, Connor Galvin spoke to this at one of the first medias that they've got the capability of guys coming in, even like during a series of this guy switching from left guard to right guard. But yes, to your point, I think you need five guys that are working together that all know what each other are doing. And and this guy is going to step this way and, and all of that. So I think that's key is you do need to get that, you know, continuity going. But I think the fact that they do have some depth now and they do have some guys that can step in, that's going to be big because I think that's probably been one of the biggest things, uh, you know, kind of holding this group back uh, in the past is there just hadn't been that kind of depth. And now you've got 19 guys out there in the offensive line and a lot of those guys that can play multiple positions. So you're talking about depth and that's, I mean, I'm I'm going pretty far back, and I can't remember having that kind of depth in the offensive line.
2: How much would it help in that cohesiveness and everything else that the offensive line is trying to achieve by knowing who the guy behind them making the calls is going yeah. to be?
13: I, I think it. I think it is big, and and certainly they're going to get to that point. I don't think they're there yet. You know, Coach Aranda talked about that a little bit after the Saturday scrimmage. Uh, you know, they like what they see out of those. I would say the three guys, um, you know, that that they're all kind of right in the mix with Gary Bohannon and Jacob Zeno and Blake Shapin, they've all had their moments. Um, they've all been, you know, and they've had their bad moments too. Um, and that's probably why one guy has not stepped up to be the guy. Um, and and he was at, Coach Randa was asked that question after Saturday's scrimmage about, you know, when when do you hope to have that? And really he was talking about even all of the, positions, but particularly on the offensive side. And he said that could definitely go into game week. Our plan is to have that, you know, uh, all all the positions set, you know, kind of that game week going into the first game, but it could even go past that. Um, I, I look for him to have a starting quarterback, you know, certainly in place. I think you go into that game week, that final game week preparation with a guy in place. Um, you know, this Saturday will be, it kind of closes their, you know, what you would consider really fall camp because next week they start classes and it's a little different schedule, although the practice schedule kind of remains the same, but, you know, this is kind of the end of fall camp. So maybe you have a guy, you know, even going into next week, but I think, it will probably be, you know, after next week's practices, and then you have a starter name maybe by that first media, the first official press conference. Uh, I believe that's on the 30th. So um, that's what my guess would be, Ward, and, and yes, that definitely helps. Uh, they seem comfortable with whoever's back there, but they're all a little different. So I think you do kind of get a better feel if you know who's back there and you know what he what he can and can't do. Um, So, once you get that settled, it certainly helps everything else on the offense. Jerry,
1: man, as always, it it is a pleasure. Thanks so much for the time. Uh, Look forward to seeing you on Thursday, by the way. I'm going to let you buy. You're buying. See you guys. All right. Talk to you soon. Jerry Hill uh, with this uh, Talking Baylor football this afternoon Jerry the uh, director of sports journalism and with the uh, Baylor Bear Insider it's 447 running a little bit late but we're gonna get to Jeff Wilson talk some Ranger baseball that's next here on game time from ESPN Central Texas
9: the Baylor coaches show your chance to hear interviews with coaches from around
6: campus I think anytime sports do well all of us do well when everybody has success everybody has it, it really helps every program and that's
10: the key to the league success why we've gotten so many teams in the NCAA tournament and why RPI wise we we've We've been continuing number one ranked conference. It's one through 10.
9: Listen all year long on your home for Baylor athletics, ESPN, Central Texas.
10: Being a letter carrier and walking 20,000 steps, which equals up to about 10 miles a day, it's tough. I really didn't have feet problems, I had back problems. I had had as many epidurals that I could possibly have in one year. That was scary. Well, I'd been delivering letters to the Good Feet store for over six years, and the expert there finally convinced me to try their arch supports. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Keith actually live the life they love without their feet getting in the way. The people at the Good Feet Store really educated me about what the arch supports could actually do. And lo and behold, I have no more back problems. The future I can see now, I couldn't see it before. Where I would be without them, I have no clue. I'm Keith, and that's my Good Feet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Good Feet Store.
2: The Good Feet Store in Waco, located near Cabela's.
1: All right. Let's talk some Ranger baseball here at four 10 away from five. We, we promise we wouldn't keep him long. So, but I do want to dive in and talk some Ranger baseball with Jeff Wilson from Substack. Jeff, uh, in your newsletter today, you mentioned the uh, Rangers are going to make some changes or tweaks, if you will, to the rotation. What's going on there?
14: Yeah. You know, uh, I think they're just throwing some stuff against the ball and see what sticks. Uh, Taylor Hearn's going to start tonight. And really he's kind of earned it. He's, worked out a relief, kind of built up, so that's good. Uh, and he deserves a look. He really does. You know, can, can this guy be a starting pitcher like he was in the minor leagues? Uh, but, I mean, it's, it's kind of a mess from there. You know, it, 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 so it, it may look like a you know, tandem situation in a couple spots. It, it's just, uh, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of like their record. It's not going to be real pretty the rest of the year, but uh, they they gotta look at these guys and and hearn more than anybody probably
1: have they seen enough of Fulton well
14: you you would think so um you know he he is under control technically for next season, uh, but you know they they kind of have an innings shortfall, you know that they, they they don't want to push these young guys too much after not pitching last year and it's a uh, it's kind of a a delicate spot so you, you, you're Really, the Rangers just using Mike Fultonevich's arm to to keep other guys from from getting hurt. Um, I, honestly, I, I don't see him as part of the future. Although he's pitched well his last few times out, but um, you know if, if this team is still going to be in rebuild mode next year, which they are, uh, you got to give that spot to somebody who's got a who has a future in the rotation.
2: Jeff, when you look at evaluating pitchers and doing those type of things. Is that easier in this situation for them to be able to do that rather than maybe a position player? Because the only way you can evaluate them is number of bats they get.
14: Yeah. You know, it, it, it's, it's tricky all around when you got these young guys, because, you know, they're, they're feeling a a, a bit of pressure because they know that they're trying out for, for next year and maybe the year beyond that. So they, they want to be as good as possible. So, you get some pressure there um you know the a lot of these slumps are are the result of guys guys pressing and, and trying to be too fine either with their pitches or or you know trying to have a perfect at bat and they're they're a little gun shy uh you know the the evaluation it's it's just difficult i mean you look at these guys that they have in the lineup and how many of them are hitting under 220 i mean it seems like it seems like most of them so you know what what signs of progress are you, are, are these guys seeing? And I guess that's where your scouts come in. That's where your analytics comes in. You know, you got to look at hard hit rate, pitches per at bat, things like that, and, and then how these guys are working and how they're holding up between the years. And that's just stuff that, that that you and I can't do and that fans can't do. You know, you 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 really have to know the player to to know what kind of true development they're having, especially when it's it just looks so bad on a stat sheet.
1: And that's where we as fans have to put our trust in in management and, and in the scouting department, right?
14: Yeah, and and I mean, this is the fifth straight losing season, so I mean, that's getting that's getting harder and harder to do. Yep. But I I think the the one thing though is that uh, for the first time in in these five seasons. These guys are fully committed to rebuilding. You know, I, they're, they're not trying to patchwork anything. And they're not trying to like, like, you know, the start of last season, they thought they had this great rotation and they went out and got some veterans that, that they thought could maybe generate enough offense. And then it all fell apart when Corey Kluber got hurt and it didn't hit. You know, this, this is, this is from, from basically last August through now, they've, they've been using the R word rebuild and uh so so this is intentional there is purpose behind it you just it, you just got to trust the plan and, and that that like i said is it, really really getting hard to do
2: when you look at this young team and where they're going and trying talking about that rebuild is this thing going to take i mean you still have to be patient though right i mean because this is not something that's going to happen overnight
14: Right, and and you know you look at the roster now, and you know who who like look at tonight's starting lineup. Who in tonight's lineup is guaranteed to be on the roster next year? And I would say honestly, I would say three. You know, and then and then after that, eh, okay, I'll say four, and then after that, you you just don't know. Um, and and this is out of what twelve position players. Um, you know, maybe maybe Taylor Hearn, he'll be on the team next year, so that's five out of twenty six. You know, and then you. Anyway, there's not a lot of talent. The, the talent, honestly, is, is at double A and, and a little bit below, um, and, and they're not ready yet. And then you have service time implications and 40 man roster implications, and so I mean it's just a it's a giant mess. And it, the Rangers have earned whatever record they have right now, and it, it's not going to get better. Probably, I would say until July of next year. I think by July of next year you're going to start seeing these. Uh, these players who are in Double A now, and, and some who move up to Triple A, will definitely be filling the filling the lineup every day, filling the rotation, and getting their feet wet for for maybe for for 23. And, and, and I know that sounds bleak and doesn't sound like much fun, but you know, if, if you're one of those those weird baseball, fans, there's a, there's going to be a chance next season to be to be a little bit excited about things.
1: Hey Jeff, we know you're busy. We know you got a you got a, an event you got to go to tonight. And uh, man, we do appreciate the time. Appreciate you popping on. We'll talk to you soon. Hey, tell us what yeah. you got going on on on, uh, on, on the uh, on the newsletter and, and everything. How can folks find Jeff Wilson's stuff on the Rangers?
14: Thank you. Uh, yeah, JeffWilson.Substack.com. Uh, you can go there. You can at minimum sign up for the free newsletter that shows up in your inbox every every morning, uh, Monday through Friday. I'd love it if you'd get a paid subscription uh, starting at five ninety nine a month. And, I mean, it's stuff that, that a lot of people don't have. And I'll, I'll be honest with you. I mean, there's so much. I'm really focusing on the minor leagues because that's where the, the future of this team is. And if you want to get to know what's coming, this is, the, this is the place to get it, jeffwilson.substack.com.
1: Hey, Jeff, thanks. Appreciate your time today, buddy. Talk to you soon. Yeah. All right. Uh, and I'm going to tell you right now, and this is a testimonial, and he didn't ask me to do this. I love it. I'm I'm a, I I'm a subscriber.
2: Too. I like it too. I, I subscribe. It's Absolutely, really really
1: good stuff. Absolutely. All right. It is a four fifty seven three in front of five. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's take a second and talk about Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business and your sponsor of this very radio program. We are presented by Ted Teague and the guys over at Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. Now they got all kinds of things going on they always do that's the cool thing there's always something cool going on over at Allen Samuels and right now you can make the uh, summer event rock for you at Allen Samuels with the 2021 Ram 1500 Quad Cab Lone Star edition with the total values up to 6250 or 2.9% for 72 months plus a $2000 cash bonus. I'm digging that right there. Get, just cut me the check, please. The 1500 Crew Cab is the top safety rating and it is ranked number 1 in full-size pickup trucks. And uh, you can check that out at Allen Samuels. Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat just one of the many great deals that they got going on for you and of course uh, you can always check them out online at AllenSamuelsDCJ.com you can check out all the inventory right there and then you can go kick some tires maybe later on in the evening when it cools down a little bit and and then, then the next day, you go, you go make a deal. You go make a deal with Ted and his and his folks, and and you'll be you'll be glad you did. Alan Samuel's Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram out there at two hundred one West Loop three forty, just down from Highway eighty four. Your friend in the car business.
5: This is Dallas Cowboys football twenty twenty one. Prescott in the gun. They've only heard here. here. Deep
3: ball by Prescott
6: man all along with the goal line. CDLand.
3: All season.
6: Forty three yards. A touchdown. Touchdown Dan.
7: Saturday night, it's your Cowboys and the Houston Texans live from AT&T Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. The Cowboys and the Texans Saturday night at 6
1: on ESPN Central Texas.
0: From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Time now for the Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management Group.
1: Bom, bom, bom.
0: All right, it's, it's a little crazy to be doing the Ranger Roundup. We just talked
1: to, with Jeff Wilson of the Texas Rangers. Uh, well, actually, of uh, Substack.com. Covering the Texas Rangers, but we do need to tell you that the Rangers are in action tonight. They take on Seattle, and uh, that will be a six thirty broadcast here on ESPN Central Texas. A seven o'clock first pitch, right here on uh, on ESPN Central Texas. So uh, don't don't miss uh, it. And again, Taylor Hearn is on the mound for the Rangers. Two and three with a four point oh one ERA, with sixty three Ks, and he'll go against Tyler Anderson, the uh, lefty. And again, it's a a 6.30 broadcast, and and I'm still kind of perplexed, Ward, about what the Rangers are doing as they slide Hearn into the rotation. I'm trying to figure out if this is going to be a six-man rotation or if they're going to, because it sounds like Hearn's going to stay in there a little bit, but Is it kind of a spot start, and they'll spot him? Just I mean, I don't know. But tonight it is Taylor Hearn, tomorrow night Mike Fulton-Evich, and then on Thursday Spencer Howard. And, again, for me, I've seen enough of uh, Fulton-Evich, and and if Jeff had a great point, he's going to eat innings for you and just save arms for these young guys, then leave him alone. But he's not a guy that
2: is part of my future. I don't know about you. No, he's not. He's not going to be part of the future for this club. And, you know, you've got to find that buffer that helps this lineup because these young arms are so young and, you know, Jeff made the point of because of last year not playing a lot. And so, you know, they just don't have a whole lot of innings under their belt. And the last thing you want to do is go out and while you're trying to find who may be involved in this rebuild and help this rotation going in the right direction, whether it be for your club or whether it be somebody that becomes a trade piece for you you don't want to injure them because you tried to throw them too many times or too many days in a row. So uh, they're going to need those type of buffer guys. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I guess that's what they're doing with him right there.
1: And most of these guys have got to know that they're either playing for a spot on their team, on this team or in this organization, or, or, you know, or they're not going to be involved at all. And, and, you know, I think it was kind of, Jeff was spot on it, but it is kind of alarming that, you know, there's what five, six guys that kind of have solidified their
2: their spot on this team for next season. Well, and it, look, that's that's where you are right now in rebuilding this thing. All the all the ones that you're counting on being a part of this rebuild for the majority aren't AA and AAA right now. And, you know, if those wash out, then you're in real big trouble because now you got to go figure out how you're going to do it. I mean, you're going to Get this franchise where it needs to go with that young talent you have in double A AA and triple A, and by being smart in free agency and being able to go find those I don't know what two, three, maybe four pop players that you got to add to those young guys to make this thing happen.
1: Yeah, but you got to have at least one. For lack of a better term, stud. You've got to have a guy that says, "Okay, everything circles around this guy." And, and you know, I, again, I go back to San Diego and go, "Okay, that's pretty simple. It's Tatis Jr. You know, everything circles around that dude." Is is that guy in the Ranger no. organization? No. no. I mean, I'm talking about down on the farm. Is no. he down on the farm? No. Is he Josh Young? You're not. You're not going to let Josh Young be the guy.
2: I don't think so. I don't. I mean, I don't know. He hasn't played into that yet. So no. I mean, he, he's right now, if you say, is there a guy right now that you can build around? I don't, I don't think that they have it yet. And that's what I'm saying. Being smart in free mm-hmm. agency, maybe you go get that guy that all of a sudden you got that guy on your roster and he does a couple of things. He solidifies that clubhouse. He gets these young guys going where they need to go. And, oh, by the way, if he's the guy, yeah. he sells tickets for you, like yeah. Adrian Beltre and those guys did. Yeah,
1: now, the one thing I think you got to guard against, if you because they've gutted it. Let's just be honest; they have. I mean, they've ripped it and out. And I'm glad and, they have. Yeah, and it, so you don't want to go get a a guy that just sells tickets. That's you know in his 16th year in in Major League Baseball. You've no. got to have a you've got to have a guy that's going to fit in with the rebuild. In other words, he's he, he may be the guy that you're talking about that free agent stud or whatever, but he can't be you know 10 years yeah, he, into his MLB
2: no, career. He can't be in the twilight side of his nope. career. He's got to be another Adrian Beltre. When they brought him on, he mm-hmm. was a gold glove third baseman, but he also was able to take control of that clubhouse and he was the leader of that team. They need they need to find another one of those. And, and I'm not saying that that's the only way to do it, but in my in my mind, I think that's you've got to have at least one of those guys. Just one. And look, we it's been a long time since the Rangers have done anything to excite the fan base mm-hmm. in free agency. I mean, who was the last one? Fielder. And, look, that got everybody excited. It sold a lot of tickets. Now, it didn't work didn't out. It didn't work out at all. It, it didn't work out the way the Rangers. But if he wouldn't have got injured, it right. probably would have. But, you know, he got injured and got out of baseball, so it didn't. that didn't work out. But still, that's a long time since they've even pulled that trigger. Right. And, and you know, you're talking about a young
1: guy typically in, in this situation the problem is finding a team that's willing to part with that 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 piece. Now you're going to have to pay because that piece right there is going to help their club for a long 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 time. Unless you've got somehow you've come up with you know two or three pieces in the same position. You got to you got to th- We got multiple third basements that we don't know what to do with. One of them,
2: well, and that you know, or something to that effect, and that that may happen. I mean, you may have a guy that they've got somebody waiting in the wings that is the guy that's going to take over. Now, again, if if that's the case, it may be one of those guys that are heading toward the twilight, and that's not the guy you want. You want a guy that's young enough that can that can still be the nucleus of your program. And I think, to me, you got to have that on an everyday player and i think you got to go out and find that stud pitcher in free agency and put him in there and build your starting rotation around that you do those two things and you it just expedites ramped, your rebuild you just you just ramped up your rebuild yeah i, I get that i think it's going to be
1: hard to find those guys it is
2: and it, it certainly is but i mean look because it, if you're that guy
1: if you if you're that guy do you want to come be the babysitter, so to speak,
2: in, in, in a rebuild and maybe only win 50 or 60 games for a year or two? Well, I, I think you do if, if, if the price is right and if you have an opportunity to see where this thing is going and there's enough young talent around that, you know, you have an opportunity to get into the postseason. Uh, you know, the, the, the biggest problem that the Rangers, what did every pitcher they said wouldn't come to Texas heat, because it was too hot. Yep. Well, that excuse is gone down. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I I don't know. I I hope I hope
1: that they can get some things done, but it looks like to me, just what I've seen so far, and it, it looks like that they're going to do this entire rebuild from within the system. And boy, howdy, you 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 said it when talking to Jeff Wilson. If that's the case, you got to be patient because this is going to take a while.
2: Oh yeah. If you do that, I mean, it's still going to take a while, no matter what you do. I I thoroughly believe that. But I, I think you can create some excitement and, and help the process along by using free agency wisely.
1: All right, that is our, our, uh, our Ranger Roundup, and it's brought to you by Joe Kaleo and the fine folks at Kaleo Wealth Management. We'll do it again for you tomorrow afternoon. 5-10. Hey, ju- this just in, uh, in the event – you ready? Mm-hmm. In the event a conference game is canceled, Due to a team not having enough student-athletes to compete for any reason, that team will forfeit and will be credited with a loss in the conference standings. That is the threshold policy for Big 12 football this fall.
2: So you be- you better be able to
1: field a football team,
2: Ward. Well, and Because and we're not rescheduling. No, I, that, and I think that that's along with what college football is. You know, some of them have already said that, and – Absolutely. Some other conferences have already gone that direction, so you'd, you'd expect the Big Twelve to follow suit on that. And I, kinda I'm not, late, I'm kind of su- late to the party, aren't they? Yeah, a little bit, but I'm, <laughs> and I'm not surprised by it at all. I'm really not surprised by it.
1: <laughs> what that they're late to the party? Because I'm not surprised
2: by that either. Both facts. Yeah. They're they're late to the party, and that straight across college football, they're they're saying, hey, we're not going to push this back. We're not going to be playing on Monday nights. We're not going to be playing on Tuesday nights. Right. We're going to just. This is going to be a forfeit, and, you know, that's the way it's going to be. It does a couple of things now. Now programs are going to have to sit there and go, okay, we got to really think about this vaccine threshold that we're going to hit, and we're going to be very vigilant on being safe and have our protocols in place. And you'd expect them to anyway, Mm -hmm. but this puts a little more pressure on you too, doesn't it?
1: Absolutely it does. Absolutely it does. So you uh, you better take care of your business. All right, it is uh, 12 minutes after 5. We're 5-12. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. I'll tell you what let's do. Let's go ahead and give away a couple of cheeseburger baskets from Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. Our telephone number is 254-662-1660. 254 662 1660. If you want to win a couple of cheeseburger baskets to double RO, I was there Monday, by the way. Oh, it's outstanding. Uh, if you uh, you want to jump in and win you a couple of cheeseburger baskets, uh, do so right now. Jump on the phones and give us a call at 254 662 1660. We'll take caller number six, caller number six at 254 662 1660. Caller number six, you are going to be a winner of a couple of cheeseburger baskets from our good friends at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. 1810 Herring. Alright. Uh, in the meantime, right now, let's take a second and t- let's talk about our good friends over at Goodfeet in the Central Texas Marketplace. If uh, if if you have back pain or, or, or hip pain or knee pain, it may not be your knees or your hips or your back. It may be your arch support system. all you have to do is is check out Goodfeet in the Central Texas marketplace and you're saying, well, I'm not sure that this is what I need to do. Well, it, it doesn't matter. You, you can go buy Goodfeet in the Central Texas marketplace and the consultation and even the fitting. Is absolutely free. You see, they got 350 different sizes, 25 different styles, and, and what they're trying to create for you is a total body wellness program. This art support system has a strengthener, it has a, uh, a maintainer, and it has a relaxer, and, and they do just exactly what they say. The strengthener is going to strengthen the system. The uh, maintainer is going to maintain what the strengthener has done, and then late in the afternoon or in the evening, then you go and you get the relaxer. So, and you put those in your in your shoes, or or in your or in your uh, or in your, uh, uh, your flip flops, or your house shoes, whatever the case may be. Check them out today. I, I think you're going to be pleasantly surprised, and I certainly was, and learned a lot. By the way, in my consultation when I was over at uh, Good Feet, I think you'll be surprised with uh, with how it all turns out for you. It's Good Feet. And I do mean that literally and figuratively. Good feat in the Central Texas Marketplace. And uh, they are in uh, the Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela. So check them out today. All right. Congratulations, by the way. Is that Shap? That is Shap Williams. Congratulations, Shap. What are a couple of cheeseburger baskets from Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers?
15: Hi everyone, with today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. The more than 8,000 fans attending last night's training camp practice got to see one of the team's top stars return from injury. Amari Cooper was back at receiver and will update his status after this.
0: This year, we can all agree that positive energy is more important than ever. That's why Reliant and the Dallas Cowboys are teaming up and focusing our energy on powering the North Texas community. We're working together to support students with scholarships and educational programming, honoring outstanding teachers with classroom grants, and providing utility assistance for those who need it most. Cowboys Nation has always been a source of positive energy. Reliant, proud energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys.
3: And guess who's getting a deal? Is it Jackie Flash? Jackie Flash. It's
0: not complicated. At AT AT&T, our best smartphone deals are for everyone. Restrictions apply. Visit att.com for details.
15: At last night's Cowboys training camp practice at the Star, fans saw the return of Amari Cooper, albeit in limited reps. As the wide receiver worked his way back onto the field following offseason ankle surgery, C.D. Lamb was happy to have Cooper take a few plays with him and other first-teamers.
4: I told him, Welcome back. You know, I took a couple tips from him, obviously, and uh, I was just asking him about a release. He gave me the clues, like as far as how to move a guy or be deceptive, whatever he see, hoping he can help me be better.
15: Dak Prescott made some throws in the early portion of team drills, but Garrett Gilbert is still getting most of the first team reps as the team is being cautious with Dak's strained shoulder. From Cowboys Camp at the Star, I'm Christy Scales.
4: This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy skies tonight with a 60% chance of scattered showers and a few thunderstorms. Lows falling to 74 degrees. It'll be mostly cloudy tomorrow. Again, a 40% chance of scattered showers and a few storms. Highs top out at 92. And on Thursday, partly sunny with a 30% chance of scattered showers and a high of 94. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather
7: recently on the John Moore Show. And we said uh, spreading that culture of joy now onto the next level. Isn't that great to see?
14: Oh, it is great and, uh, to hear their interviews and just how they've conducted themselves. And, like, your four guys, no matter who you talk to, they love one another,
5: uh, uh, high character, speak highly at Baylor University. So, as a coach, uh, I'm just really proud when you hear people brag about your former players. Tune in to the Voice of the
0: Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas
5: Boys.com.
12: I am going out with Justin. Oh, I know why. It's not just because he has a big dually. It's not the size of the truck that matters. You have tunes that give me a headache. Justin has running boards and a hitch to pull his boat.
2: That's just because he goes to
12: pick up outfitters. Maybe you should take a lesson, Brad.
5: Will Amanda and Justin find happiness? Will Brad go to Pickup outfitters? Tune in again to the naked truck. Brought to you by Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lakeview Drive in Waco.
2: ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Tim Tebow's attempt to return to the NFL as a tight end after years of playing quarterback is over. The Jacksonville Jaguars released the 2007 Heisman Trophy winner today as a part of the first round roster cuts. Mike McCarthy said there's no urgency for Dak Prescott to play in the preseason. He does not want to see another setback for his quarterback. The Cowboys will see how the week goes for Dak before making a final decision on the game with Houston on Saturday. The Chicago Cubs and the Cincinnati Reds will meet in the 2020 edition of the Major League Baseball's Field of Dreams game in Dyersville, Iowa. Astros have dropped two in a row and will try to bounce back tonight, facing the Royals, 7 10 first pitch. Texas Rangers start a series at home with the Mariners tonight, 7 05 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
1: It's 520, 20 minutes after 5. This is game time with Tom Barfield, Ward White, and Aaron Sexton. We're glad you're with us. Our 5 o'clock hour, by the way, is brought to you by VersaLift. A uh, VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. They're currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All opening started at $17 an hour or more. And if you'd like to apply, drop by 7601 Imperial Drive, and you can do that today. Well, maybe not today since it's 521, but maybe tomorrow. All right, uh, we uh, welcome in from Fox 44, Mandy Knight. Mandy, good afternoon. How are you?
11: I'm doing great. How are you?
1: We are terrific. We appreciate your time, and, and Mandy, we are we're ten days, I guess, from high school football. How excited are you and the staff to to get it going? I, I'm sure you're like we are. We're we're kind of bouncing <laughs> off the walls.
11: Oh, absolutely! Yes, Matt Roberts and myself, we are very excited as always at you know this time of year, and we have our preview for our high school football show that Thursday, um, August twenty sixth, and. We've got everyone covered. I mean, there's about 50 schools that he and I both have uh, gone to for the previews. And, oh, my gosh, there's going to be so many. You know, there's gonna have, we're going to have new breakout players. We're going to have teams. Like, oh, my, man, I don't even know where to start. But, yeah, we, <laughs> you can hear the excitement. I am very uh, looking forward to this football season.
2: Mandy, how much different is this football season than last year? Is there a different vibe with the programs you've been visiting so far?
11: Oh, I mean, without a doubt, because simply the COVID, yes, COVID-19, we're not out of the woods with that. But I feel like that really hindered some programs just because, you know, you weren't able to spend a lot of time with the head coaches if it was a new coach. I mean, I've covered several schools that uh, I was at Conference Cove earlier, uh, earlier today, and they were talking about the players, just how it was so difficult. You know, Jason Hammett took over uh, last year with his first year. And so they didn't really have a lot of that one-on-one time. So the fact that they were able to do, you know, seven-on-seven and actually spend quality time in 2021 together, it has done astronomical things for their performances on the field and off the field as well. And they talked about a family atmosphere and everything. But, yeah, it's it's been great. And uh, finally, uh, happy to hopefully, you know, put all that stuff behind us as uh, we, we continue to
2: move forward. One of the districts you covered that, that I also get a, an opportunity to cover is Temple in that twelve six A with Temple and all the Colleen schools and uh, how much comparity or in this conference is there? I mean in this district, excuse me, because of the fact that you have Temple coming in as a district champion from last year, but those Colleen schools seem to be improved. Belton under second year head coach. Uh, Coach Snippen now, a little bit more ground covered underneath his feet. So the parity in this district should be fun to watch. What do you think about it so far?
11: Without a doubt. And Temple, they had a phenomenal run last year. And uh, it's, it's funny, uh, Scott Stewart was talking about how it seems like almost every single year, he you know, they, they, they have to uh, work on their offensive line, uh, you know, this upcoming season. But um, I love it, the way he punts his practices. I mean, I feel like it's, yeah, I'm at a college practice with, the, you know, how – Serious, everyone is. And uh, so, I mean, Temple has always been a successful program. And as you were saying, Ward, I mean, that district is so talented. And you look at Shoemaker last year, I mean, they went five and two in the district, but those two losses were so close, including it was a one point loss to Parker Heights that, you know, it was like came down to the very, very end. So I feel like with this. With a specifically with this district, you can't really look at the record necessarily for an indication to see how you know talented a team is because so many of those games they're so close and they come down to the wire. But you know, that's a good thing for us in the sports media world because we are guaranteed almost every Thursday night down at Colleen, we're gonna have a show, and then of course, on, on Fridays when everyone matches up, and yeah, it's uh, I'm really looking forward to this
2: let's talk about Waco and Waco university, both of them with new coaching staff and and having an opportunity to kind of get those staffs in, in the spring and get ready for this fall. There's a lot of excitement there. And of course you can hear Tom on the call for Waco. And then we'll have university on our sister station as well this coming up fall, but there's a lot of excitement for both of those programs right now.
11: Oh, without a doubt. And, uh, I mean and it's interesting if you look at some of the schools, um I don't I wonder this is names, for you know you look at a program and it maybe they didn't capture a win for a very, very long time, and then you know suddenly there's that first win, and then it's kind of you know they say there's that saying winning is contagious. So I think you know, as for all programs, I mean once a program gets that taste of winning get they understand what it takes to do to get that w i just think it, it truly is contagious and uh yeah that th- those two schools will be will be very uh very exciting uh to, to follow uh you know this, uh, this high school football season without a doubt
2: is, is there another school that you've talked to so far that you think has made big strides in the off season, and you're expecting big things for them that they may not be one of the usual suspects
11: Oh, uh, without a doubt i would have to say marlin and uh Reason being, so I went up. I was walking up to their practice, and I was looking around, and I was thinking, "Holy cow! I mean, there are so many kids here." And and I guess it had a little bit to do with a little bit more of a a redistrict, but they've got a little bit uh, larger amount of uh, students uh, this this year. But I spoke with the principal and uh, the athletic director, and they were just over the moon about the interest from all the kids in their program, and and they have a lot of talent talent there as well, and. I mean, honestly, there are so many, uh, there's a lot. I don't want to uh, just keep it keep it to just one school. It's, it's very, very hard. And uh, another school that I've talked to that I'm really looking forward to is Lake Belton and where they aren't able to, you know, play in the playoffs and compete for a state title just because of that probationary period from having a new high school. But I'm telling you, Ward, next year when those juniors are seniors, I would not be surprised if they make a run at the state title. I mean, it's a... Uh, it was really neat seeing all of them practice this morning, and they have a very, very talented squad. And uh, and as we know, Lake Belton uh, Athletics, they have had a lot of success uh, this past year.
2: Mandy Knight, Fox 44, with us here on Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. And, Mandy, let's switch gears and talk a little college. And UMHB is some place that you are every Saturday, and, and the excitement going into the season ranked number two. Is that a fair spot for this team coming off that conference championship in the spring?
11: Well, you know, we we get to cover the team, and we I feel like we have, we, we have an inside look of the behind the scenes and, and how you know incredible of a program is, and, and the great coach Pete Frenberg is. I think it could have been either one or two. Of course, Mountain Union. Yes, they they have more rings to show for, but you know, sometimes, they, you know, there's that old saying where you can throw preseason polls out the window, even though it does mean something. But I think that they very well could have been number one. I mean, I think the Crusaders, they Mountain Union and, and UMHB, I would love to see those two match up in the national championship game. And I wouldn't be surprised if that happens. I mean, on offense. The Crusaders are bringing back nine starters. And on defense, they're bringing back ten starters. That's what they're projecting to bring back. And, I mean, they have, you know, like Tommy Bowden, uh, Kyle King. They, they both uh, did really well last season. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm always, as always, very looking forward to uh, UMHB football, without a doubt.
2: Do you think that that spring schedule gave them a little bit of advantage going into the fall?
11: I think I think so. I mean, Coach Frenberg talked about it where, you know, there's kind of that fine line just because you don't want to push them too too hard in the spring because a couple of weeks down the road, you know, they have uh, they start practices uh, for for the fall, but I think it did help them just to propel them into the off season, uh, you know, as as the conference
2: champs. NFL Cowboys coming up on their third preseason game. No action for Dak, in fact, he may not get any playing time on Saturday against the Texans. It just depends on how the week goes for him and how well he feels, uh, Mike McCarthy said. Is, is that concerning or does that become a problem with Dak not getting any preseason action?
11: I don't think so at all. I mean, after that second MRI that they had done, they, they basically, what they were expecting, the results were that his uh, shoulder strain is healing. So I, I think there's no reason to push Prescott forward to to get in I mean it's it's the Texans there's a (laughs) need I I don't really need to say a lot more but and then it's the preseason and the fact is the preseason yes there's guys that you want to see get some reps I mean it's been fun to watch Micah Parsons and of course with the uh, hard knocks it's been I'm excited to see him develop as one of the team leaders in the next few years but um, yeah I'm, I'm not really worried about Dak Prescott I mean he he's He's a cowboy for life. He's expressed that. And if it was an injury related to his ankle or lower you know, leg or anything like that, I think that could be of some concern. But the fact that you know his shoulder, I believe, he was really was overcompensating a little bit. And he admitted himself that he did not warm up properly before that throw. So I guess it was a little bit of a learning lesson. And he actually made a joke about saying it was his birthday and uh, maybe he's getting old. And, but, yeah, <laughs> not worried at all.
2: Episode number two of Hard Knocks coming up tonight. Are you excited about that? And what do you think about uh, the episode that aired last week?
11: Oh, I'm very excited. I have it uh, set up to record. And I was a little surprised with Ezekiel Elliott pulling up on uh, his phone how to wrap a present. I was like, oh, man, you (laughs) have to wrap it perfectly. I mean, honestly, uh, my family laughs because I'm a terrible present wrapper. I mean, hey, it's going to be torn off anyway. But, uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty neat. It gave everyone an inside look to the Cowboys and everything. And, yeah, definitely, I I think that it was the perfect year for the Cowboys to be on hard knocks again.
2: Mandy, keep up the great work. We appreciate you joining us here on Game Time. And uh, have fun out at the practices, and we'll see you at the stadium.
11: Absolutely. Take care, Ward.
2: That is Mandy Knight, Fox 44, as uh, she is out doing shoots right now.
1: Yeah, getting ready for high school football. Yeah, That's exciting stuff. All right, 531. Hey, so here's the deal. We, we, as we mentioned at the top of the show, and for those just uh, jumping in the vehicle and heading home today, we mentioned at the top of the show, we've got, we've got a meeting this evening. It's not you know not going to be a real long meeting, but we've got a meeting to kind of go over. Well, we're going to go over our high school football assignments and, and co- cover our college football assignments, all that kind of stuff. We're going to talk about that today. So we said, you know what, Ward said, Tom, you can't have a meeting unless you feed me. So I said all right, I I'm with you. So uh, we've got pizza coming A- and it just arrived from Shorty's Pizza Shack. We've got uh, we've got we've got Canadian bacon. We've got beef. We've got pepperoni. It, you know the cool thing about all of that is we know this. We know that the dough was made fresh today. We know that the marinara is homemade. We know that the the toppings, the burger, the sausage toppings, and all that stuff was made in house with no filler, no additives, and no artificial flavoring. We know that we've got New York style pizza to have for for dinner tonight, as we have our meeting. And, and so th- that's exciting stuff. It, it's great food. It's a great atmosphere. You know, there's uh you you can watch the, the 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 Little League World Series down at Shorty's Pizza Shack tonight. You know, uh you you can grab your favorite adult beverage if you will you can move you can move out onto the patio and have a, a slice of pie your favorite your favorite adult beverage and watch the ball game right there at shorty's pizza shack uh, shorty's is proud to serve locally brewed craft beers in the can or on uh, draft by the pint or by the pitcher you can grab a cold one and enjoy a uh, homemade uh, margarita whatever the case may be and of course uh uh, that delicious new york style pizza and wings and hot dogs all kinds of cool food available at shorty's pizza shack they're at 12th and bagby we're having shorty's tonight here at the radio station and you
9: can too tune in to john morris's big 12 football previews here on the home of the bears espn central texas Presented by State Farm Agents Bob Anderson, Bart Romig, and Mike McKenzie. George's Restaurant and Catering. And Bruner Motors in Stephenville. John Morris's Big 12 football previews. Weekdays here on the Home of the Bears. ESPN
12: Central Texas. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in Personally Fit Arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah. Uh music to our ears just like the words of Deidre and dave real customers who decided to give good feet arch supports a try with a free fitting and test walk The
11: pain would shoot up my heels. I would tiptoe out of bed because my heels hurt so badly.
9: The pain level was over 10, and my doctor recommended that I go to Goodfeet and try the arch supports.
11: When I went to the Goodfeet store, I had a free consultation. They allowed me to try on the arch supports.
9: And took about three, four steps. turned around and went and sat back down and started to cry. It was the first time that I had no pain.
12: See how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot. Knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store
2: in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. Have you been tagged yet
7: again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable.
5: County Expo Center in Belton.
2: ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Richard Carr, Buick GMC Cadillac. Tim Tebow's attempt to return to the NFL as a tight end after years of playing quarterback is over. The Jacksonville Jaguars released the 2007 Heisman Trophy winner today as a part of the first round roster cuts. Mike McCarthy said there's no urgency for Dak Prescott to play in the preseason. He does not want to see another setback for his quarterback. The Cowboys will see how the week goes for Dak before making a final decision on the game with Houston on Saturday. The Chicago Cubs and the Cincinnati Reds will meet in the 2020 edition of the Major League Baseball's Field of Dreams game in Dyersville, Iowa. Astros have dropped two in a row and will try to bounce back tonight facing the Royals, 7-10 first pitch. Texas Rangers start a series at home with the Mariners tonight, 7 first pitch, and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas.
0: Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time for the grab bag on Game Time.
1: All right, 537, and it is time for the grab bag here on ESPN Central Texas. And uh, we begin by reminding you the uh, Lunch with a Legend featuring the voice of the Bears, John Morris, is coming up Thursday, August the 19th. And uh, you, can, uh, you can check that out at the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. So uh, go online and get your tickets, and uh, we'll see you Thursday at uh, Lunch with a Legend featuring the voice of the Bears, John Morris. And uh, again, the moderator will be Jerry Hill. Chicago Cubs and the Cincinnati Reds. We'll play in the 2022 Field of Dreams. And, and, Ward, the first one was magnificent, we all know, featuring the White Sox and the New York Yankees. And I think this is a heck of a great selection for round two when you pick the Cubs and the Cincinnati Reds. A
2: couple of storied franchises. So, yeah, I, I think it's a good choice. Uh, I, I don't expect it to live up to this first one, but it'll be good. I don't mean, think it can. Yeah, I don't think it can. I, I, that was just so special that I, I think it's a neat idea to try to do it once a year and, and have one game there, and that's fine. But if you're expecting it to be as special as it was the other night, it's just not. there's no way you can replicate what happened the other night. What, what's
1: the old saying? You get one chance to make that first impression or yeah, whatever the case may yeah. be. And Major League Baseball and the Field of Dreams did exactly that. So you you can't. You can't get there again.
2: No, but you can certainly put on a great show. Yeah, it's still it's still a neat idea, and it's going to be a lot of fun, and I love it. But you know, it it may be just a little bit of a letdown because Mm -hmm. you know that was just so unique and so special the other night.
1: Looking forward to it, though, I guarantee it. Uh, So when that rolls around next next August, I'd like to be there. Yeah, absolutely. I think we ought to do the show live from there. Let's do it. I think, I think we ought to go. Uh, and, you know, we, we were talking about this during the break, but uh, uh, Tim Tebow's attempt to return to the NFL is, is not going to happen. The, the Jacksonville Jaguars released the uh, 2007 Heisman Trophy winner. And there's a lot of people that have been on his back, been on his case. Yeah. Hey, you know what? He's got the guts to go try something. He's got the guts to say, you know what, Let's tr- we, we tried quarterback. Now let's try baseball. Now let's try tight end. Why? What's wrong with that? What's wrong nothing. with it Absolutely nothing. What? And why do people get on his backside for it?
14: The worst take I heard was Colin Cowherd today just saying it was a – I don't want
5: to put words in his mouth, but it, what it, he did say exactly was Tebow is a Saturday player, not a Sunday player. And I'm like, that guy played in the NFL. He wasn't a Hall of Famer, but he
14: played effectively in the NFL. Got him to the Denver a, Broncos. Yes, got him to an AFC championship game and – him in his prime is better than anybody on the Cowboys roster behind Dak Prescott, so don't say he's not a Sunday player. It's just ridiculously untrue.
1: Yeah, so you know what? He'll go back to probably working for the SEC Network, and I thought he did a terrific job doing that.
2: I mean, yeah, he's, he's a fine analyst. There's a, nothing wrong with that. Absolutely. And and look, if I'm in the Cowboys, I would take him as a backup to Dak right now. Sure. And, and you know what he is? He's a heck of a fine human being. And what's wrong with that? Well, some people don't like that. Uh,
1: well, you know, yeah, never mind. I know. Uh, let's see. Uh, congratulations to Cincinnati Reds first baseman, Joey Botto. He uh, joins the 2,000 club. 2,000 hits. Collected it uh, last night in, uh, in the ball game. So, uh, that's, that's pretty cool, man, to get to, to that to level. Oh,
2: shoot. It's hard to do.
1: Yeah. It's hard to get one at the <laughs> major league level. Yeah, Ask a bunch of kids who have dreams of playing in the big leagues, but have it. And then uh, this was, you know, first I thought, how cool is this? And then, now, it's not going to happen. L.A. Dodgers placed left-hander Cole Hamels on the 60-day injury list, meaning he's done. They Remember they signed Hamels, what, uh, a couple of weeks ago mm-hmm. and gave him some money and said that for every start you make, here's 200000 more. Well, he's not going to make any starts. Mm. He's injured. So, yes. 37-year-old so Cole bad. Hamels. Yep, not, not a good deal for for the L.A. Dodgers. All right. Hey, we mentioned this earlier, but uh, it is worth mentioning again. Uh, the uh, In the event of a conference game, it's canceled due to a team not having enough student athletes to compete for any reason. That team will forfeit and will be credited with the loss in the conference standing. So it's not just a COVID rule. It, for, for any reason you can't compete, then you're, you're going to uh, forfeit. And that's basically the rule that everybody's pretty much adopted award, uh, you yeah. know, it, it, but several everybody com- announced
2: it several weeks ago. Yeah, several conferences already came out and said, hey, this is this is going to happen. You're going to have a forfeit. In fact, the, the NFL has done the same thing. I mean, you're going to mm-hmm. they're not going to move games around. You're not going to be playing on Monday, not going to be playing on Tuesday. Good. Those, those type of things are not going to happen. They're just going to say, you know what? That's a forfeit. If you can't fill a roster, that's on you. All right. And finally, tonight at 6 o'clock, Robinson softball team, the uh,
1: 12-year-old uh, uh, Little League softball team in the World Series, I might add, will take on Virginia. Robinson is the only second-place team from a region to uh, to make it to the uh, semifinals. That's pretty cool. Uh, earlier today, it was Oklahoma and Missouri, and uh, Oklahoma beat Missouri 7-0. So Oklahoma moves into the championship game, which will be tomorrow uh, afternoon at 4 on ESPN2. And Missouri will play in the consolation game. Winner of tonight's Robinson Virginia game will play Oklahoma for the world championship. That is so cool. Uh, and uh, the uh, the one who does not win the game is going to be in the consolation game at noon tomorrow. So, but uh, again, it was uh, Oklahoma defeating Missouri seven nothing. And then at the top of the hour, it'll be uh, Virginia and Robinson in the. Uh, Little League World Series of softball. So, I, I, just a great memory, a great moment for those kiddos, to say the least. All right, that is, our, uh, that is our, uh, our grab bag. It's 543. We're 17 ahead of six. And, again, if you missed anything on the program today, it, uh, you can go to any of our social media sites or you can go to syntexsportsfan.com and you can catch the podcast of an individual interview or the entire show. And it's available for you at syntexsportsfan.com.
9: The Baylor Coaches Show. Your chance to hear interviews with coaches from around campus.
6: I think anytime sports do well, all of us do well. When everybody has success, everybody has it. It really helps every program. And that's
10: the key to the league's success. Why we've gotten so many teams in the NCAA tournament and why RPI-wise we've been continuing number one ranked conference. It's one through 10.
9: Listen all year long on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas.
15: My house has a new glow I love my wings
2: windows direct for a free in-home estimate universal windows central texas.com or call 254-301-7760 and don't forget check out their great google and angie list reviews
15: i love my windows they've got that brand new home effect universal windows direct
2: Clayton Waco 2 in Waco is seeking passionate, ambitious candidates to join their team. Clayton Waco 2 is now hiring for the day shift Monday through Friday. Starting wages is $17 an hour, plus weekly bonuses. Benefits include medical, dental, vision, paid parental leave, accident, hospital, and critical illness insurance. 401k with bonus paid vacations and holidays with life insurance for the whole family. Log on to facebook.com slash Clayton Waco 2 to apply. That's facebook.com slash Clayton Waco 2. Clayton Homes, opening doors to a better life. Being a letter
10: carrier and walking 20,000 steps which equals up to about 10 miles a day, it's tough. I really didn't have feet problems, I had back problems. I had had as many epidurals that I could possibly have in one year. That was scary. Well, I've been delivering letters to the Good Feet store for over six years, and the expert there finally convinced me to try their arch supports. For over 20 years, we've been helping people like Keith actually live the life they love without their feet getting in the way. The people at the Good Feet store really educated me about what the arch supports could actually do, and lo and behold, I have no more back problems. The future I can see now couldn't see it before. Where I would be without them? have no clue. I'm Keith and that's my Goodfeet story. See what we can do for you with a free personalized arch support fitting at the Goodfeet store.
2: The Goodfeet store in Waco located near Cabela's.
1: All right, 547-13 away from 6. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward, Aaron, we're glad you're with us. And uh, newsflash, this just in. Well, it's actually not this just in, but I I thought that'd be kind of fun to say. Uh, The uh, Las Vegas Raiders are going to require you to prove you've been vaccinated to attend a Las Vegas Raiders home football game.
2: Mm. All right. I just well,
1: thought I'd get you jazzed up before we leave. Thanks. <laughs> Gosh!
2: <laughs> and it look, it may be got to show a card, Ward. It may be every stadium in America does that before it's all said and done. I don't, I don't know. I just mm. it, is it protection for the other fans that are
1: attending the game? I mean, look, you're going to have what some somewhere between sixty five and a hundred thousand, depending on what stadium you're in, right? Uh, in pretty close proximity Mm -hmm. you are so do you have to in your opinion should you have to prove that you've been vaccinated to attend
2: why the hell do we have a vaccination if you have to prove that everybody around you has it i mean if if the vaccination works and you are safe if you get a vaccination what does it matter but if everybody around you has it as well
1: and we're not going to get into a COVID. I know I'm just but, I'm, I'm, just I'm, but my point is it's is pretty you're not safe if you've had it it, it does not prevent it it, it right it, it reduces the it
2: reduces the effects. yes and yes. everything else i I get that but i i to have to show a card to get into somewhere I look I, okay i'm pro vaccine and that's fine i know and you' and are. anybody that that, that and you've pay, had it yeah it, but i i don't I just don't agree with having to show a card.
1: Or is it going to – man, boy, this would be a great conversation, but we're closing in. But is it going to trickle down? Are, are we going to have to prove when we walk into McLean Stadium? Probably.
2: Are we going to have to prove Maybe. When, when
1: you walk into UMHBs? Uh, are, are we going to have to prove when we walk into Wildcat Stadium in Temple?
2: Maybe so. I, I don't know. I mean, it may trickle down. Are we going to have to prove if we go, go across the street and have dinner? The, well, yeah, it's a good point. I mean, I mean that's, that's where this thing is trending. I, I it's interesting.
1: But I'm telling you right now, the, the Saints and the Raiders, we know, for, we know that two have. Uh, and now, granted, the, the Saints are doing it because it was a mandate from the mayor of New Orleans. Right. Because Tulane University is doing it as well.
2: I, I'm just surprised the NFL is letting them do that. Surprised because I think they, they want to sell as many tickets as they can. Now, is it going to prevent the sellouts? Probably not, but it has a possibility to. I don't know. I, I yeah, thi- I'm not going if I have to show a card at this point. But, you know, here's the deal, and this is the
1: truth. If you don't, somebody else will take your seat. Probably so. And I think that's where we are right now, and I think because this came from the Raiders. This didn't come from the NFL. The, I know. The Raiders said, and they're the ones either making it or not making the money. And they said, you know what, this is what we need to do. Now, whether we agree with it or don't, yeah. that's what they're the ones it's doing. Their, it. It's their building. It they can is, do what they want. Absolutely. And that's the second one. Now, we know that, again, the Saints are doing it, and I don't know if the Saints want to do it or they're doing it because the the, the mayor of New Orleans said, this is this is how we roll mm-hmm. in New Orleans. Right. So, I don't know. All right, uh, that is going to do it for us. been a fun day. We've had uh, Craig Way from the UIL and from – uh, the Texas Longhorns on the program. Jerry Hill uh, from Baylor University has been with us. Jeff Wilson covers the Rangers, has been with us. And uh, Mandy Knight from Fox 44 has been on the program today talking football and all kinds of fun stuff. We will do this again tomorrow. We'll try to get it going around 4 o'clock right after the Matt Mosley program. And uh, we'll do that uh, for you tomorrow at 4 with our Wednesday edition of the program. We've got uh, we got John Morris in the Big 12 preview coming up in just a couple of minutes. And then at 6.30 tonight, it's the Texas Rangers and the Seattle Mariners right here on your home for Ranger baseball, ESPN Central Texas. Thanks for listening. Good night.
9: It's time for today's Spectrum Big 12 football preview. Today, a look at the West.